0: In this episode, I'm going to explain how to launch your own podcast. So many of us at the moment will be stuck working from home for the foreseeable future. And perhaps we've got more time on our hands. and We'd like to start getting involved in audios and creating our own content. And I have to say that launching this podcast was probably one of the best decisions of my life gives me an outlet to be creative, it allows me to educate people at any time and it's something that I can just pick up once I have the equipment and just let loose with whatever it is that I want to speak about. So this episode is going to cover the equipment you need, how to set it up, how to edit it, how to write your descriptions, And then I'm also going to explain what to talk about on a podcast. This is over 160 episodes that I've done. So I've been down many different routes to actually. Creating topics to speak about and I can explain why you would like to go about creating content in a certain way. And then the final thing I want to add is how to add a unique call to action at the end of every podcast as a way of connecting with your audience. So If we just jump into this. So the first thing that you're going to need is equipment. Now, you can just do this on your phone. You don't even need a microphone. And that's the easiest, quickest and cheapest setup. Just record an MP3 on your phone and then you can upload that directly. If you'd like a more professional setup, which is what I have, I like having nice equipment to use. It makes me want to use it. Um, Then I have a Zoom H6 which is a device for recording audio and you can actually record up to six people at a time. I've done interviews with two and three people. And when you are inviting people over for an interview, having a really nice setup just adds to the professional air of what you're doing. So for me, the the Zoom H6 has been brilliant. I use it all the time. I also use it to record uh, my live training events as well because it's just such a great piece of kit. You can buy a slightly cheaper version. You can still buy the Zoom H4 or the Zoom H2, which by all accounts still do great audio recording. I just went for the H6 because it's got the latest codex. I've had it a couple of years now. I'm, I don't think there's a latest version, but the H6 is just it's just a fantastic um, device for recording. It's never let me down. And it's just been brilliant. Then you're going to need a microphone and I have got a Shure Beta 58A. It's almost like a singer's microphone. And again, I mix this around. Sometimes I hold it, I hold it now. Other times I have it on a clip that I just bought from Amazon for around £10. And again, having a really nice microphone just adds to the enjoyment of recording podcasts because you know it's not going to let you down you're holding something which is just really nice to hold and yeah it just just feels great using it and then obviously the final thing you'll need is a microphone cable which is just is just goes between zoom and your microphone. What I'll do is I'll put links to everything that I speak about in this episode to make it very easy for you if you would like to set this up. So once you have that the next thing that you're going to need is an editing software and again you can just record your podcast in mp3 if you want and you can just upload them straight away so you don't actually need an editing process. I use Adobe Premiere and the way I use the reason why I use that is because I can use audio gain. Now audio gain means that I can record an episode now and sometimes I'll hold my microphone closer to my mouth and sometimes I'll hold it further away. When you add audio gain it evens it out so it just allows you to record audio and know that all of your episodes are going to be at the same level. Otherwise, sometimes when you record one episode, it's really loud and then you record another one, it's low. Also, if you're interviewing people, sometimes people speak louder than you and that can also create problems. So having some kind of editing software where you can just add audio gain to even it out, that just makes the editing process very, very simple. And as I say, once you've done that, you can then render it as an MP3. So now you have an MP3 that is ready to upload. You've got your equipment as well. This whole procedure is very, very simple. Anyone can do this from home. You can outsource it to other people. In my experience, it's just as easy to do it yourself. You can record it and you just have full control over it. The other thing as well, by the way, about editing your own podcasts is that they give you an opportunity to listen back to yourself and Again, this is interesting because every single time you record a podcast, when you listen back to it, you always think you could have done better. And again, that's a little secret to recording more podcast episodes, because when you do record them and they finish and you think, oh, I could have done better. It makes you think about how and then it's quite an intoxicating experience because it allows you to think about, oh, actually, next time I'll do that. And then it just allows you to get better and better over time. Now, how to set it up. So I upload my MP3s to SoundCloud and then once it's on SoundCloud, you automatically get an RSS link and you can just send that link to Spotify and iTunes. It's the simplest thing in the world. And when you do go through that process and you get your podcast on iTunes and Spotify, it's quite a proud moment, actually, because it's like, wow, that's out there. That's 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 in the world. And yeah, it's just nice once you've done it, that you can literally get it onto these platforms very, very quickly. And it's just a nice feeling that you've created something yourself and you've got it online. Now, the other thing, there's a few more things I want to discuss. So one is like your description of the podcast. So you have to write a description about what your podcast is. Feel free to look at mine. You need a main image of your whole podcast. Again, you can look at mine to see what I've done. And then you just need, every time you upload a track, you need to name that track. Naming that track is ultra important. Uh, Again, I'll get to that in a minute. And you want to write 150 words describing what your audio track is about. And then at the bottom of that, you also want to add links if people would like to connect with you or learn more. You can add your Instagram. You can add links if you're selling products or anything like that. But it's just important to just give the description so that people can look at what you're writing. Uh, Sorry, look at what you're podcast episodes about to entice them to click that play button. So it's ultra important just to give enough details and you can also on SoundCloud add a few hashtags as well, which gets a few random listeners from all over the world. And that's also cool. Like when you look at your SoundCloud stats, when you first start doing this, you get people listening from all over the world. And that's that's yeah, nice, it's interesting, you're just kind of connecting with people. Now, on to the interesting thing, which is what do you talk about? Because A lot of people, when they think, oh, you know, I couldn't create a podcast, I've got nothing to talk about. Well, the easiest way of deciding what to talk about is to create a list of how to's. Now, what do I mean by how to's? I mean, as you listen to this, there are things that you know how to do that other people don't. Now, how to's are great because they're educational, they're informative and people really like them because you're giving them free advice. So think about this episode, how to launch a podcast. That's a great example of a how to video. I've actually got a list here because this is the first part of multitude of series of how to videos that I'm launching. So I've also got just a few other ones on my list, how to read more books, how to meditate, how to clear negative emotions, how to journal, how to make money online, how to write a nonfiction book, how to feel successful. So these are all how to videos. I've got a list of about 15 at the moment, and that's going to be my next 15 because I figure at the moment, a lot of people are going to be working from home at home more often, and they're going to want to learn more and develop their lives. So how to audios are great And as I say, we all have subjects and knowledge that other people don't. So if you just wanted to launch a podcast, you can literally just do a series of how-to videos and they are also great. Now, the second way that you can create podcast content, and this is my favorite way. This is by being creative. And when you're creative in any area of your life, it is a wonderfully... Amazing experience because creativity just seems to bubble up from the earth, and everyone speaks about this differently. If you read books and listen to audios of creative people, everyone has their own process. Ultimately, it seems to me to feel like it's just coming through me, like nature is expressing itself through me. It doesn't feel like I'm actually a lot of the time speaking when I'm doing creative podcasts, and that's a it's a fascinating feeling. And the way in which you can start by doing that is just think about ideas and concepts. I've got a list on my phone of about 60 different things that I would like to talk about. And then one day, all of a sudden, I just get this feeling like I need to record a podcast and I just go and press play and I just speak. And it comes out and it, I don't know, some of them are like 10 minutes long. And I just explore that creative process and the things I'd like to discuss. So being creative is also just such a wonderful experience. Now the the final way that which you can do this is by improvising and I kind of like this as well. It's again it's a it's a very interesting idea and I teach this on my um dating confidence courses how to improvise because you if you imagine that you're speaking to someone you find attractive you can run out of what to say very easily. So I teach people to improvise with words. And what I mean by that is I give you a word and you just have to speak about it. Now, that's a very powerful skill to have because it means that you're never going to run out of what to say with anyone that you meet, which is interesting because then you actually speak less because you're more confident and you come across more confident. But that's a different podcast episode for a different time. But what I'm saying is that if you would like to use improvisation to record your podcasts, What we're looking at here is an exploration, and I think we're all explorers at heart. But what exactly do I mean by exploring? I'll tell you what I mean. I mean, you find an idea or a concept that you find interesting. And one of the ones which I will be doing in the future, I haven't done any work on this yet, but this is what I will be recording, is medication versus meditation. Now, initially, the reason why I'm interested in that is because it's only one letter different between the two. And what I normally do in circumstances like these, I do a little bit of research and then I literally just press record and I speak and I improvise what I'm going to speak about. And when you do this, your mind takes you in random different places. And because you don't know where you're going, the listener also doesn't know where you're going because we 've all listened to stories where we can work out the ending and it's very boring when someone's improvising, you do not know where it's going, and what happens is the years of experience and their life experience comes out and improvisation is something that I love um just as a side note if you like the sound of that and you would like to learn how to do that, then we can do that via Skype. You can just book a consultation call with me and we can speak about that online but Yeah, just back to just what to talk about. Most of us, most of the time, block our creativity and we block ourselves from taking the steps and making it easy to put our artwork or our content online. And the reason we do that is because of fear. We are fear of embarrassment, fear of rejection, fear of people not listening to it. All of these things are unfounded. Now, in my experience, what you should do is not tell anyone or maybe tell one person you're doing it until you've got maybe 10 online because when you you know when someone says I'm going to do this and then they do one they're kind of setting themselves up to fail because then there's pressure on the next impression so what I would advise to do is just start creating them when you've got to about 10 and they're online and they're published you can then tell people if you want a lot of people don't you know you can know people for years and then find out there's 300 podcast episodes (laughs) online and you hardly know this person but that's That's something mysterious and attractive about someone. But the way in which to make it easy is to just accept that you're going to make mistakes. If you do 100 episodes, by the law of averages, 50 will be below average. 50 will be above average, 20 percent will be bad, 10 percent will be appalling. And you just accept that doesn't matter how good you are. If you're a football player and you play 100 games, 50 of those are below average. So it's the same way with recording content. You want to make it easy. I also have a rule where if I record it, I publish it. Simple as that. As soon as I press play and record something, I don't edit it and I don't give myself a second chance. I quite like living quite quite close to the edge with it, knowing that if you make a mistake or you do something wrong, that it has to go online anyway. And that's also really nice because it just gives you that centred, I'm in the moment, I have to do this and I'm committed to doing it and you just feel great and wonderful afterwards. And guess what? If you make a mistake, it makes you human. People like you more if you make mistakes. So it's not like people are going to laugh at you and berate you. They won't. And actually, the only thing I've ever got from my podcast is really good feedback from people because they appreciate the effort and what it's like to actually take the time to record these and and to put out some really good quality content. And that's the other thing, by the way, that Often you can think what you're doing is great. And then further down the line, you listen back and it's like, oh, I could have done better. But again, that's all part of the process. You you know, you can't help but be who you are at that moment when you are recording the podcast episodes. There's other things you can do. You can interview people. Uh, one of the reasons why I don't interview people as much these days is just because of the hassle of organizing interviews. It's monotonous and difficult contacting people organizing it and then rescheduling it things come up and it's just quite a difficult period I do interview people and I do like doing it occasionally but most of the time my podcast is a creative endeavor I love just picking up the microphone and going so you can imagine that when you do just organize interviews that a lot of that time goes into the organization and you get away from actually the recording of what it is that you like doing so for me that is a a hugely um, important factor in my decision about how I go about creating content. Now, just to to round this up, I I spoke about the equipment that you need. And obviously, there's many different types of equipment. I spoke about the ones that I specifically like, and there will be links in in the podcast description to the equipment I spoke about. Um, I spoke about how to edit it just to get the audio correct and how to upload it to Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, stuff like that. I also spoke about using your description just as a way of you know naming the episode. I'm a big believer that the name of the episode should be something you say in the episode. So often I'll record a podcast, I'll listen back and there'll be a phrase and I'll say, that's the one. Um, the one that springs to mind is Why So Serious, which is a podcast from a few weeks ago. Um, and then yeah, writing a description and, and stuff like that. Then I went into depth about what it is to actually talk about on a podcast, because guess what? You actually need to talk about some stuff. And then the final thing that I saved till last is to make sure that you always add a unique call to action. So I've had many calls to action. A call to action is telling people what they can do next. And you can tell people if they like this to subscribe. You can tell them to follow links, stuff like that. I used to record the same one and have it at the beginning of the end. And I realised that if people listen to quite a few of these, it would be very boring and monotonous. So what you want to do is have a unique call to action at the end of every episode. So my unique one for this is if you did want to launch a podcast and you are serious about doing it and you want to start putting out some good quality content, I've given you the tools in how to do that in this episode. And if you would like more support from someone that's recorded, as I say, over 160 then you can schedule a call with me and we are able to organise Skype sessions where we work on this together. It's actually one of my favourite things to do in the world is to help other people to just let loose on their creativity because it's made such a huge impact to my life that it's just a wonderful experience when I can help someone else to do exactly that, to go from their current life to start self-expressing. And I'm going to end this episode with a philosophical thought because over the years of creating um, content, you do tend to just go in all different types of directions. And one of the thoughts that I've had as to why we like sharing information is this, if you imagine that for most of humanity, there's been tribes of roughly 50 to 150 people and the elders are obviously the one with the most wisdom and the most experience if these people at the, the top of the hierarchy stopped sharing how to survive tips basically everything that they know about that specific tribe and their survival then that tribe would very quickly die and i've given this a lot of contemplation and i believe that we all have something in us which is innate which means that we are destined to share what we've learned because biologically, if we didn't do that, then our species would no longer survive. So for me, recording podcasts and creating artwork and, and, and content isn't just about putting stuff out there. I think we're pre-wired to do that. And if you do follow my advice and you do launch a podcast, then after you've recorded your first one, you'll know what I mean. There's something about it where you just feel more relaxed and more composed. And I will be doing podcast episodes on meditation and different ways to relax. But there's a certain freeness and vivacity that comes when you do put out your own artwork or your own content to help people. And that is my final thought. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. And there's some links to everything I spoke about in the podcast description.